This week, every rose Mary has its thorn as we discuss the 1981 horror, whatever this is supposed to be, I couldn't make heads or tails of it, The Prowler. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Blood of Its Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me this week, as always, is the auto to the whatever the name of the weird guy that ran the fucking general store is, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing nice. How are you? Doing nice? Well, uh, give me like two more beers, and then I'll be really good. <laughs> oh, God. No, nice. No. I'm going to pace myself There's no tonight. Johnny Walker. <laughs> no Johnny Walker. No, no. <laughs> I learned my lesson. Timmy couldn't walk. Joining us for the second time is the official third seat on the show. Candace, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Ready to talk about this movie. I got good things to say. Excellent. Excellent. And you know who's got nothing but good things to say about this? Alleged comic book writer, <laughs> Matt Anderson. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing great. I don't know if I exist, but I'm doing good. So, if only there was like some physical print form that you, you could know, prove. It's, it's it's weird because I'm actually sitting right next to a stack of things I allegedly wrote, but maybe I didn't. Maybe maybe this is some kind of weird inception or something. Mm. But I just know I've never heard of. Are it. you AI? What's going on? <laughs> oh, I could be. How do I test for that? Well, you look into this thing. Yeah, we have, to, okay. we have to ask you a question that's a logical conundrum and see if it blows your brain up. If you Ooh. see a turtle on its back, what do you do? Try and tickle it? Okay, good answer. <laughs> How do you feel about your mother? <laughs> what is a mother? Uh, yeah, here oh, we go. Shit. He's an AI. Eliminate okay. him. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. I feel better knowing that now. Okay, I can get on with my... Uh, life i think so mad <laughs> thank you for joining us and i know you enjoy being on the main feed of podcasts whenever possible <laughs> See, so. the, good, the good ones put you on the main feed some of them don't <laughs> exactly. lock you behind a paywall that's true not only do we put you on the main feed but we actually give you a choice of the movie that you're going to be talking about you were really nice about this one and yes, i can't yeah. tell if i need to say you're welcome or i'm sorry that's... So I'm going to kind of say, uh, well, not you're sorry. That's wrong. You're um, sarcum. <laughs> I'm welcome. No, no. See, okay. But yes, thank you for letting me um, suggest The Prowler. Yeah. So we're doing a movie of really over-the-top or outlandish practical effects. We're doing a whole month of those kinds of movies. We started out with Evil Dead 2, which is Candace's pick and a really good one at that. I mean... It's uh, certainly up there on the uh, the Mount Rushmore, but you went a little different. You went with yeah. something that might have been a, a little overlooked, and that was 1981's The Prowler. So 
tell us what is your history with The Prowlers? So this is one of those movies that um, this doesn't I don't think this really happens anymore, but it was one that I caught um, on TV. Um, so growing up, um, there was an actual like, uh, I guess, public access channel, um, the, the classic like where it was stationed somewhere in or right near my town. They normally played like school Robin board Bird. meetings. What's that? No Robin Bird on that pay on that cable access. No, this was like so extremely local. This was I so because I think there's a difference between cable access and public access. So like you know how the how Wayne's World takes place in Aurora, Illinois, even though it has nothing to do with Aurora, Illinois. I don't know if yeah. you guys know that, but anyways, I live um, two towns over from Aurora, Illinois. So um, like I maybe like this area that I live in is like known for like really weirdly lenient um, public access. And maybe that, I don't know if that's why Mike Myers chose to like set um, that there. But anyways, on Saturday nights, they would play um, whoever was in charge, whether they knew it or not, they would play the uncut versions of movies. Damn. Um, on just mm. normal broadcast, this was not K so it was like channel six. What like on like just the old um and this would have been in I mean maybe ninety-two. Okay. Um so I caught this movie right at the um first murders in the flashback. So I'm um and then um I remember quickly having to turn the channel because it got really brutal and uh, my parents were still like up and around um and then when i turned back i'd missed the the title screen so i didn't know what this movie was called oh. and since it's extremely mm. local tv there was oh. no way for me to look it up those are the ones um, that'll stick with you right yeah. And, so yeah. I, and i don't know if that happens anymore like to people because oh, obviously no. the internet um i so, had that happen to me with shockwaves i had that happen to me with lost boys Lost Boys. Lost Boys. That's wow. a weird one. The fuck, you don't read a magazine? This was like the mid '90s. I was like eight. Okay, well, but that's yeah, more I on like, you. I, I woke up and I woke up in the middle of the night and I turned on TV because I couldn't sleep, and the Lost Boys was on. But of course, it was like mid movie, and it didn't say what the movie was ever. Yeah, for some reason. So I was like, "This is amazing," and it haunted me until I was well into being a teenager. And then I yeah. found out, I was like, holy shit, this is that movie. It, it, it's kind of fun because it's as frustrating as that is. It does kind of, um, it is kind of exciting too, because it, you're, you're trying to piece it together. Like the thing that I always remembered um, was there's a, there's a kill in this movie of a knife going straight through the top of someone's head and out their throat. Like I, like that was what I always kind of took away from watching the movie. And and I had no context for it or anything like that. And it wasn't until, um, I mean, I think I'm, so if I saw this when I was like 11, I'm thinking, because it would have been right around the time that I was constantly watching this Channel 6, because you never knew what whoever was in charge of it was going to show. Um, I think it would have taken till this movie came to DVD, at, 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 which was, I think, first in like 2001. So until I was like, wait, that's what this movie is. And so it took me, you know, 10, almost 10 years to figure it out. Um, and I just, 
I, I don't know. I think it, I, I think it's a, a it, it is overlooked, but it is Tom Savini doing the effects post Friday the Thirteenth one. So, you know, he's kind of a name, but um, it's not quite the uh, the like superstar that he is now. Um, yeah, I actually uh, watched this movie a few years ago for the first time because it was on a list of best slashers, mm -hmm. and I like to look up like underseen horror movies you know stuff that's good that yeah. no one really ever really talks about and this was pretty high up on the list of best slashers no one's ever seen so this is actually my third time watching it yeah yeah so yeah kind of the same thing for for me though like once i found it once i and i should also say that like to add to the confusion this is one of those movies that got like a, an, an alternate title yep. so um oh what was know, the alternate title um it was well, like Oh, or Eddie probably Tim, has got this. So. It, it, it actually would count for one of your Tim's tools of the trade murder movies. Can you guess? <gasps> Pitchfork Murderer. Pitchfork Massacre. Very close. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have questions about that. Like, well, and so, wait, I <laughs> never knew that. What fucking unit was he in in the army? Right. <laughs> the Pitchfork <laughs> unit. <laughs> so I, I didn't know that, actually, because the other one is, um, it was like Rosemary's Killer. Or, what? Um, that's a uh, weird see, move. Yeah, I mean, right. No, see, everybody would have thought that was a sequel well, was to Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's um, true. That's probably why they called it that. Um, yeah, because that was the one. I, so I didn't know Pitch, but Pitch for, I mean, that's like a, that's a nail, that's Nail Gun Massacre right there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fits right in well, with right, that All right, what about share. you, Eddie? Do you have a movie that you saw when you were a kid that you like came in halfway through, you never found out what the title was, and it took you a while before you figured out what it was? Yeah, absolutely. House. Oh, yeah. sir. With really? William Cat. Yep. That yep. would be wild because that's that a wild I, movie. That's a crazy. I love it, by the way. But yeah, it's just in the middle of it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I we I turned it on. It was on HBO all the time back in the day, and uh, just never knew what the title of it was for for the longest time until the internet actually. Then I just started searching for scenes that I remembered. And well, and that's the weird. The internet it. ruins a lot of things, but once in a while, it's good for something. And that's kind of one of those things that's interesting because the title house it's not something that's going to be easy to search I yeah mean, that's true you know so that always kind of and that's not even if you watch that movie that's not like something you're going to come up with like oh maybe it was called this or maybe it was called that right yeah i kind of had that with a uh, demon oh shit night of the demons. demon oh shit oh night yeah. of the demons <laughs> i could see night that of the demons. yeah i was it was on the fangoria message boards back in the day oh. in like early 2000s and uh, there was this one message board that was dedicated to people being like, I remember seeing this. This is what I remember. Can someone help me find this movie? And so Night of the Demons was something I watched when I was really young. And the only thing I remembered from it was Linnea Quigley, which who I didn't know her at the time, oh, like sticking yes. the lipstick the in lipstick, her nipple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the only thing I really remembered. And they were I mean, like, if oh, you're going to exactly only remember, remember that's all you that needed is. to type in on the internet. <laughs> I was going to say, and, and, you know, and that was back when like people on message board, like on the internet were like seemed genuinely wanting to help you. Like that, that was, the, oh, yeah, that's when know. the internet was kind of like, well, the closest the internet ever supposed to be. That's what it was like for the first, what, nine months. And then after yeah, that, it's I mean, it didn't take long. It didn't take long for it to get ruined, but like. But yeah, because I, I remember I hung out on like the Fangoria message boards a lot too. And it's funny because I was can your, never. Uh, what was your name? Uh, shock oh, Tester. Boy. Shock uh, mine Tester. Was, mine was La Petite Morte. 
Oh, oh god! You you signaled that you were orgasm? a girl right away. Oh, Your yeah. name was fucking orgasm. <laughs> You're a big Chucky fan, huh? And my uh, my avatar was a picture of Santa Claus committing suicide. <laughs> nice. How edgy. I was. Wow. I was so edgy. <laughs> so what about you, Tim? Did you have any movies that you saw back on the old kinescope? Well, I saw Shockwaves when it was on TV, and it was like I missed like maybe the like first twenty minutes of it. Mm, okay. And the part that always stuck with well, there was two parts. The parts where the Nazi's head starts coming out of the water, all real slow. Okay. And the part at the very end of the movie where that fucking asshole guy that Candace would have killed rightly because he <laughs> fucked everything up, <laughs> where he locks him and the other woman in like a fucking freezer, and he has the gun. And he starts freaking oh, out, yeah. and he starts shooting blindly, and all the yeah. fucking freon gas, and she's screaming, "My eyes, my eyes!" Those are the scenes that stuck with me. And it was literally like maybe seven or eight fucking years later before I just saw that in a video store, and the cover of it had the fucking Nazis coming out of the war, and I was like, "Oh, bingo, that's it." Well, there you go. But that so, also happened to me with Leonard Cohen. I was listening to a radio station, WBAI ninety nine point five in New York. And there was a show by Bob Fass, who was like, at that point, he was like a fucking freeform DJ who'd been on that station for like 35 or 40 years. And he would have a show that came on every Thursday. And that motherfucker, he would just, one week, it would be like everybody just calling up, talking about shit that's going on. The next week, it'd be just nothing but fucking movie soundtracks. Like, he would record Blade Runner, the wow. movie, <laughs> and just play the audio of that fucking movie on the radio. That's Not like insane. a radio play or anything like that. Well, let me say, Blade Runner is an incredible fucking movie to just listen to. Oh, I without bet. Without even yeah. watching it. Yeah. And he started playing this fucking song, and it was, I later came to find out, it was Democracy by Lenny Cohen. Mm -hmm. And he would play like seven or eight songs. This went on for weeks. And he either wouldn't say who it was, or he would just mash it all together. Like, oh, we heard this, 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 this. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck any of them are. <laughs> and then, thank God for Natural Born Killers. Ah, yes. Because yeah. I rented that, and the opening song is Leonard Cohen, The Future. And I literally stopped the fucking movie, and I went <laughs> out to my fucking best, well, it wasn't even best, but I think it was like fucking Coconuts, where I lived. What? And I bought Cro the fuck all the Leonard Cohen fucking DVDs I could find. Nice. CDs. Nice. Hey, guess what happened, everybody? Candace dropped from the uh, call. So again, oh, no. what the fuck? Yep, yep. This is just well, her move. She's got that fucking net zero internet. Well, then here, Dude. how about this? Maybe you guys can help me. Like, so there's another okay. movie. Um, so I was sitting in the audience, and like the train was coming directly at me, mm -hmm. and like everyone was screaming, <laughs> and like I got caught up in the pandemonium, so I left the theater before I ever saw oh, like the yeah. end. I, I think I might have killed you, a few people on my way saw out. That movie. Yeah. Tim, you were there when they were <laughs> filming it, right? Uh, I was a stupid idiot that they had running the camera. They didn't tell me to get out of the way. <laughs> it's real 3D. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, 1981. Yeah, oh, believe me, we're going to. So, 1981, this came out. I would have been uh, one years old. <laughs> Be yeah. the second. So you did not see it in the movie theater. Oldest. No, no, I didn't. It's this is another one of them that I actually did see eventually. Um I, I believe this was one of them when LimeWire was popping off. And I was just oh, downloading okay. everything wow. everybody had uh tagged as being horror. Yeah. 
And I remember I watched it and I was How like, How many wow, hard there's... drives did this movie take up? Oh, God. <laughs> um, back then, like, people ripped shit to really, really terrible, like, AVI compression. So I think it was like 600 megs. It was nothing. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I remember yeah. the first MP3 player I ever saw, some kid who worked for me in the store that I worked at, had this little fucking thing. It was about the size of a beeper. He's like, I got 18 songs on this fucking thing. I had a whole fucking album. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> I've got slightly more than one album. <laughs> Yep, yep. I've got an album and a half, two albums if it's uh, Slayer or yeah. uh, Suicidal Tendencies. So, yeah. So I remember I watched it, and and I haven't seen it since then. Um, and I remember when I first saw it, I was very confused about what was going on, mm-hmm. and it had some incredible kills. Yeah. And now that I've watched it again, I'm very confused about what was going on. And yeah. it had some incredible kills. <laughs> Do you, you want to know what's funny is like, so in my memory of this, and again, having seen it a couple times, like I remember this making so much more sense. <laughs> wow. So I almost had like a weird, like, uh, you just fucking I, filled I, in the blanks yourself, Matt. That's I think this, I, yeah, but I, th- so I think this time what's crazy is it's like, I, it's like whatever number viewing of it. And I came away more confused about it. Like mm-hmm. I did the, I did this backwards somehow and I don't yeah. know like what happened, but, um, and, well, um, yeah. Just like, imagine the a... confusion of sleepaway camp meets, uh, my bloody Valentine. Yeah. So that's one of the oh, yeah. notes that I have. This is like my bloody Valentine, but without the memorable characters. So, right. <laughs> except for Otto. Yeah. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe it's one of those things, like, I remember video games, movies, things like that. When I was a kid, I'd watch them and be like, well, I'm too stupid to understand what's happening here. This must make sense because somebody made it. So I just kind of hand wave it off. Maybe it's a little bit of that. Well, right. So there's something that um, I I was reading about because, um, and I know we'll kind of get into this um, as we, you know, talk about who made the movie. But, like, I know that, you know, um, so the thing that i i guess i hadn't read anything about like any um any critical analysis other than just like some fact stuff of it this before and so the first time just yesterday when i was um reading up there was a lot of um talk from the screenwriters the director and stuff that they wanted this to be dreamlike and not necessarily maybe a little surreal and and all this stuff and whenever those terms are used um to describe a movie and they're not um they're described after the fact um after the movie's made i never know if i can trust that take like i i I don't know if that's intentional or if they find that it was supposed to be dreamlike don't you know so right see that's the thing right like it's because because i mean as a writer like i mean i i that sounds like a great thing to kind of hide behind, you know. Yeah, if, if incoherent people... story doesn't make any sense, it's supposed to be a dream, people. Come so, on, go with. I the mean, flow. It, it would be very, really interesting. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Fangoria, of course, existed in other things. Right? Well, actually, did Fangoria exist at this time in eighty one? Eighty one. Thinking so. It wasn't they FM, were favorite monsters, right? Right, but famous I thought there monsters. were famous monsters. Um. I know Michael Myers was on the cover of like the first Fangoria, but I can't remember for like which. I think it might have been for Halloween two, probably um, two. Yeah, because I so, think when Halloween first came out, I don't think there was really too that big of a market for it. Yeah, 
Right. Well, and so, right, that's the thing. So this might have fallen into those cracks where I don't think there, um, it's a low budget slasher movie. Um, I don't think there would have been a lot of um, like on the set or kind of interviews being done. So it's hard to say because it would be interesting to, to if, if there was like an on the set um, interview with like the director, Joseph Zito or something. And he said, while making it, we're kind of going for like a dreamlike atmosphere. Then I would go, okay, this was all intentional, like cool. But whenever it's applied um, after the fact, I just, yeah. I, I, it's always suspect. I don't know. So I feel like you should just do. Okay. I, I feel like there are visual cues that you can use to, to let the person watching it know that they're in a dreamlike state. And there are films that do that and they do a very good job of it. Mm-hmm. This one, right, right I, street. Yeah, yeah. This one, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. really get that feeling. Dallas, well, and that's why, right? Yeah. And, well, and that's why I was confused, right? Because it took me actually after watching it to, I, I didn't come away from it going, "Wow, that was kind of dreamlike." You know, I didn't. I why didn't not get just it cover your bases and just like everything you got to do is just like describe it. It's it's yeah. this movie I'm doing is very dreamlike, and you know, if it Rocky... turns out great, it's a great dream, right? And if it turns out bad, it's, you just didn't understand the dream. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like Rocky was dreamlike. Sure. Hey, welcome back, Candace. What's up, Candace? Speaking Tenacious of nightmares, Candace. Candace is back. So Tenacious let's C. get a little bit into the people <laughs> that were involved in this movie. Uh, starting out with its director, Joseph Zito. Joseph Zito has got 11 directorial credits. Uh, with a couple of really, really big ones for you here, Tim. Yeah, with that name, sounds like he has a lot of acting for some reason. I don't know. Not, no, no acting really, but he no, did. Acne. He's, no, yeah, acne. acne. Yeah, I think he, Joseph Zito. I think, he, I think he might try and fight you if you said that to him. <laughs> uh, I'm willing to bet if he was directing this movie in 1981, I could probably take him in a fight today. I don't know. He was recently on camera, well, at least in the last, like, Whenever that uh, Friday the Thirteenth documentary came out, the Crystal Lake Memories, and he he's on that, and he he looks like he could still probably. So he went on from this to direct Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter in nineteen eighty four, and he moved from there to Missing in Action and Invasion <laughs> yeah. USA. Oh my fucking god! The first movie I ever got high in Invasion USA. Wow. <laughs> Did it make more sense? Because that's a dreamlike uh, movie. <laughs> no, see, I, 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 I was one of those people that the first time I smoked, I didn't really feel anything. It was the second uh, time that I smoked. That's when it hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he moved on to Red Scorpion starring yeah. Dolph Lundgren, which, by the oh, way, what? if you guys... Oh, Candace, you missed it last night. Yeah, <laughs> That movie is crazy. Yeah. If you guys were, uh, you know, subscribers to the Patreon and jumped into our Discord last night, we had a live streaming of Showdown in Little Tokyo starring Dolph Lundgren oh. and Brandon Lee. R.I.P. Oh, my God. Are we going to have another one next uh, Friday the 13th? I don't know what movies we're going to be showing then. but So we are going to have something. a screening Friday the 13th, and I tweeted about it before this episode comes out, Tim. It's going to be Jason X, the best, the definitive yep. Friday <laughs> movie. I'll if I'll put only that they down here today. Get that fucking today. carry replacement from what is it? Friday thirteenth. Oh, Jason eight? versus Tina, the match made in yeah. hell. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> get her in outer space. <laughs> oh man! So you've got Tina, you get Magneto, and then you get Cyber Jason. Oh man, that's a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> throw Cronenberg in on it. Christ. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so the riders, we have three riders for this one because, of course. And the first rider that I've got is Glenn Leopold. Now, if you're a fan of the Smurfs, Glenn yep. Leopold should certainly be your guy. Wrote a lot of that. Wrote a lot of Gravedale High, which was a really cool TV series back in the 90s. Uh, with It was kind of a Zombies cartoonish. And vampires. Yeah, yeah, the usual. Pirates of the Dark Water. I don't mm -hmm. know if you remember that series. He even did one episode of the Dumb and Dumber TV show. Even that was, was a TV, TV show? show? It was a cartoon. It was a CBS. Yep. Uh, like, <laughs> and it, and it's CBS. funny because just, just put a pin in the Dumb and Dumber cartoon because the, mm -hmm. the other writer has a credit that is weirdly comparable. We talking but Neil Barbara? We're talking, yeah, Barbara. Barbara. I was going to say, is he related yeah. to the Hannahs? He is. Well, no, he's yes, sir. related to the Barbara part of it. Hannah, <laughs> yeah. Barbara, two different people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I always thought that was one chick. <laughs> she thought it was Anna, Anna Barbera. Bar so wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Necromonica and Hannah Barbera. When I was sitting home playing my game Tekken. <laughs> so I, I really like that crossover where Necromonica and Hannah Barbera meet Abbas, Abbott and Costello. You got it. Yep. Yeah. The Abbott and Costello cartoon. That was done in the late 60s, well yep. past, oh. like, so it wasn't their voices. No, of course not. Um, and so, yeah, Neil Barbera wrote I that. I fucking hate Abbott and Costello. I used to watch that show when I okay, was on, so... it was like fucking one o'clock in the morning. Just the way that fucking Bud Abbott would just smack him around. It would just infuriate me. Wow. Um, Tim, we, how did you can, feel about the Three Stooges? Can we kick the Tim Three off? Stooges? Was a little bit different, but I don't. There was just something about fucking Abbott just smacking Costello over and over and over again, just for okay. like no fucking reasons. Final question, is it, Tim. Is it mm -hmm. is it because you were smacked around? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, was I don't even know which ones you watched then, because so, that... so, Tim, I've got one last one for you. Laurel and Hardy. How did you feel about that? Uh, take them or leave them. I, well, you know what? No, fuck them, because I hate the watching the wooden toy soldiers. I can't fucking stand that cartoon, that fucking shit movie. You know what? Okay. I like them. Actually, you know what? I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> That's Tim I was indifferent, but then I remember having to watch that fucking thing with Tom Tom and that fucking evil landlord trying to fuck that little girl. See, being with Jesus. Tim Yobo is a lot like living in a really bad apartment building where the hot water is always the hottest thing in the world and the cold water is the coldest <laughs> thing in the world. You get no middle ground. You're sir. just living in extremes. Mm -hmm. That's when you got to fill up the bathtub half and half. There you go. <laughs> That's like so, yeah. Scotland. Their taps so are either hot or cold, and there's never like a warm because they're separate taps. Yep. Hey. Just, so go just ahead, FYI. Matt. Oh, well, That's okay. Well, so did you, um, with, with the writers, so yes, um, like there was lots of, uh, Neil Barbera did a lot of Yogi Bear related stuff, mm -hmm. Captain Caveman, you know, the, um, all that stuff. But he and Glenn were writing partners. Um, did you see the other uh, horror movie they wrote together, Eddie? Um, was that, oh God. Hold on. It was here. called. Was it too, too scared to scream? Yes. yes. Did you read the description of it? Because uh, so no. I, okay, so it's a slasher movie set in a high rise, which is something that like so many people always talk about doing but never really do. Mm -hmm. And it says suspicion falls on the doorman. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> 
<clears throat> this movie so is made I don't for know, you. I don't know. And, and actually, it's got pretty, I mean, comparable, like, reviews to, to this movie. I mean, without, like, the praise of Savini, because Savini wasn't involved. But, like, right. it seems like it was probably pretty standard. But it's funny because... One, I've never seen that movie. Like, and I thought I've seen like almost every slasher movie. Yeah. Um, and two, the whole idea of like a, an actual slasher movie in a high rise is frequently kind of bandied about, but no one ever seems to get that to. Um, Isn't never, there a completion. horror movie called High Rise with Tom Hiddleston? But is it a slasher? I don't it's think it's a, a slasher. slasher. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's so, so one of the. Um, one of like John Carpenter's original plot for Halloween two wasn't to take place on the same night, but was supposed to like follow a couple years later with Lori living in Chicago. Um, and that was the whole thing. And he actually then ended up um, kind of reworking that to that eyes of Laura Mars movie. He wrote um, great fucking but, movie, but he took it. I think he took, yeah. So I'm I'm actually gonna try and try. I don't, I I've not looked into it too deeply about like how uh, available that Too Scared to Scream is, but uh, I definitely want to check it out at least. I mean, just now you got one. I want to see. I want to see if the door. Yeah. I was gonna say now you got me thinking about movies set in high rises. Isn't Poltergeist three? Yeah, I mean there there are plenty of horror three, movies. Yeah. There's plenty of horror movies Again, set in that. Slasher. Yeah. yeah. What about That's Sliver? What about Sliver? That's not. That's a, a gasher. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doesn't multiple people die in it, right? And it's one person doing the killing because yeah. he's obsessed with Sharon Stone. I mean, I guess. Jesus Christ, what a fucking horrible, horrible fucking movie. Yeah. See, it's a horror movie. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Interesting. So I'm going to have to look for that movie and put it up on the blood bank if I can find it. I bet so... you can. I'm sure I can. So we're going to get to the cast now. First of all, Vicky Dawson playing Pam McDonald. Probably the she best gave, acting in this. She gave me really strong Ginny uh, uh, from Friday 13th Part that 2. That is in my notes. Yes. That yes. is in my notes. Yep. 100% yes. She would go on to be in a movie that I would love to screen called Carbon Copy. Oh, God, I know which one you're talking about with George Siegel, right? Yeah, so George Siegel finds out. This is the that... worst day of my life. I, I lost my job. I lost my house. What else could happen to me that's the well, most could... horrible thing? Well, he finds out he's got an illegitimate son. And Tim, who plays the illegitimate oh, no. son? Oh, no, I just... Um, I don't know his name, but I'm betting since it's called Carbon Copy. <laughs> I just oh, got no. it. Denzel oh, no. Washington, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, here I'm thinking it's going to be like a multiplicity, like Carbon Copy, okay. No, no, no. No, right. literal uh, carbon uh, transfer, uh, sir. <laughs> oh, oh God! And then she did a bunch of after school. He pressed school hard enough that it went all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> what if it he... runs out of toner towards the end? Uh, <laughs> then I guess he'd be like an amputee or something. I don't know. I remember when I when I was in Catholic school and they used to make give me fucking punishments of having to write like the Ten Commandments a thousand times. Mm -hmm. I just use carbon paper because after like the third time. The fucking nun didn't even look at it. She would just, I would go up, give her the fucking pages. She would flip through it and throw it right in the fucking garbage. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not going to be a sucker. <laughs> Good point. That's clever. So then she'd go on to do a bunch of the ABC after school specials. She was on As the World Turns, yada, yada, yada. 
And recently she just finished a uh, film called Amazon Queen, which hopefully mm. isn't the prequel to Carbon Copy. Oh, uh, <laughs> after that, we've got <laughs> Christopher Goutman, who played Mark London. And oh, Mark London. Weird looking dude. That oh, Does wait. he not look just like the bad guy from The Mask? Yes. Oh, Candace, yes. I have written down. That's the fucking guy. That's fucking, uh, <laughs> what's his fucking name? From Pulp Fiction. It's Which, not him. I looked it up. It's not it's him. It's the guy from Pulp Fiction who does the fucking rape with the gimp. And it's, it's also He's... Redfoot from um, no. Pulp, uh, Usual Suspects. It's not it? him. It's not him. It just no. Looks, no, it's not him. It looks like him. It looks just yes. like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But speaking of uh, fun little films and, and other credits, Tim, he was in an episode of Bosom Buddies. Oh, perfect. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did he have to dress up to sneak into the room, too? No. Oh, I saw that, and I saw the episode's name was Beauty and the Beast. I was like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could be see, Tom Hanks. See, I was... I, I, I kept thinking, he when they would do close-ups on him, I don't know if it's the hair or whatever, but like I was like, this guy's really weird-looking. And then I just kept thinking, like, he was like the direct-to-video version of, like, Killian Murphy. Like, mm. um, oh, I can whoa. see that. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, like, where the like eyes are just a little too yeah. wide. It's like, but like Killian Murphy tipped like the, like the, I guess like the handsome direction of it, right? Like kind of yeah. like he could, he could still be kind of weird, but like, you know, well, Irish whatever. guys can pull that shit off. Trust me. This guy went the like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like to call it the wish.com version of. You know? <laughs> so you're like, you get an iPod or you get a wish.com iPod. And he's kind of the wish.com version. There we go. So <laughs> then, Zoom with an iPod symbol on it. <laughs> uh, yep. So then, folks, we're, we're going to get into probably the biggest star that's in this. Lawrence Tierney as Major Chatham. Yeah. I, I, Did you see for like is one he scene? The... Is, yeah. is he the biggest star? Well, yeah, I guess. I would say probably. I mean, was anybody yeah, else Otto. in? Well, mm, the guy that plays Harley Granger in that in much. It. This guy was in Reservoir Dogs. This yeah. guy was in Silver Bullet. Yeah. The other guy this worked guy. with Hitchcock a couple times. Yeah, Susie this guy's... Kwong, Susie Wong, Susie <laughs> Dong. <laughs> this guy's been in 101 movies. He's been working in Hollywood since 1943. Yeah, so, oh, that's yeah. No, yeah. he probably is. And do you know what's weird is beyond like, I, I used to work in a comic book store, and there was a customer that would come in, and he would wear a T-shirt that had um, Lawrence like a just uh, the face of Lawrence Tierney from Reservoir Dogs on it, and mm -hmm. on the back it would say Lawrence Tierney is my bitch, and like I ne oh. I never had any wow. contact. I, I I guarantee it had to be like a homemade shirt. Of and course, and I never asked the guy. Like what it was about, so why he would make such a thing? Yes. He's got because one. Credit. I like the mystery. Yeah, he's my gimp. He's got one credit that I love that I have to point out here, just because the name is so good. In nineteen seventy-seven, no, in nineteen seventy-seven, Tim, he was in a film called Bad. Right, his uh -huh. character's name was O'Reilly O'Crapface. <laughs> and Tim a Dick Tim, Tracy villain <laughs> Tim you might want to watch bad just so you know it's oh, rated I, X I feel a redhead no so it's wait. rated X though 
It's um, bad. B-A-D. Is that what you B-A-D. said? B-A-D. That's it. 1977. Rated X. An hour, 45 minutes. And it looks rough, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it in the blood bank? Uh... No, I don't have just porn oh, in the blood bag. <laughs> Wait, he's in natu- it? it's a porn movie? It's rated X. So Okay. Can I, yeah, can, but so is uh, Midnight Cowboy. True. Wait, wait. Go, can can, go I, ahead, can I just read the one sentence description of this movie? Yes, sir. A queen's housewife Uh-oh. does home electrolysis and sends sleazy hit women on repulsive errands. It's Edith Bunker. The secret life of Edith Bunker. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I it's like I know every one of those words, but I don't understand what they mean like as mm-hmm. a sentence. Exactly. It's a, a housewife in Queens who does home electrolysis mm-hmm. and sends sleazy hit women, not classy, mm-hmm. on repulsive errands. Yeah. Yeah, what is yeah, there's the mind boggles. Woo. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna go to Farley Granger who played the sheriff. Yes. Sheriff George Frazier. A- another big guy, right? 86 yes. acting credits. He's been in a ton of, of uh, he's awesome. television. He's, he's incredible. Yeah, he's honestly one of the better actors in this, like, just talent-wise. And, and it shows, again, another guy since 1943 that's been out there in Hollywood just doing, doing everything. Yeah, Mostly he, a bunch of television. Yeah, he... Um, He's the one that really saves um, the movie Rope by Alfred Hitchcock. Like, yep. Because um, yep. his kind of increasingly, like, nervous but still, like, psychotic performance is just, um, it's captivating to watch. So it's like a movie that was more of an experiment than it was a movie. It was like Hitchcock trying to pull off, like, I think I can make this look like it's one continuous shot. Uh, you guys just do what you want. Like he yeah. really like anchors it. So, well, yeah, you a, a movie like that, you really need some heavy acting. If you're, I mean, if you're limiting well, it to it based one on a shot, play? it yeah. was, yeah, and I mean, yeah. and basically filmed as such, you know, mm-hmm. more or less. So I would say those are probably the top four in this film. Uh, if anybody has any other cast members they want to call out specifically, I mean, no, not, not really. cast. No. No? Not Otto? We're well, going to leave Otto alone? Bill Hughes Collins? I, did, I didn't look up, I didn't look up Otto, He's, but I was like, I know that face. Yeah, he was only in one other movie. Seriously? Yep, called Splits the... that I sent to the Grindbin Discord. Huh, maybe he's Is it like a cheerleading like movie? Someone. Yeah, it's an all-female rock band, and a oh. group of well-endowed sorority sisters team up to save a sorority house <laughs> for... From condemnation, they already got half uh, the battle. Won. Wait, wait, wait! No, Sorry. By the it needs to be called. It needs to be called slits. Hey, yo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like. <laughs> I like how you pronounce condemnation as condemnation. Condemnation. <laughs> condemnation. Yeah. Which would be another pretty good name for that movie, probably. Well, or no condemnation. Well, if you well, look no, at the punk no. band, if you look at Welcome the cover of it. It's a woman looking you dead in the eyes doing the splits with her boobies almost popping out and her <laughs> vagina facing directly back to a bunch of people behind her. So so it's like comic book anatomy. And, and here's the tagline. 
We wish this movie was about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but two out of three isn't bad. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. tagline. Yeah. They're going to make you watch it to find out which one they're missing. Yeah, and yeah, he played... It's just drugs and rock and roll. And by the way, Otto played drunk in this, so... Yeah. Eh, poor Otto. Probably method actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, well, we, I think we should, can... Should we mention the band Nowhere Fast? Who every time oh, they cut every the time they cut back to them, it was like, okay, that's knockoff Blue Oyster Cult. Okay, oh yes, no, now they're now, yes. they're now they're cheaper, cheap trick. Oh, now it's like <laughs> cheaper trick. fucking music, yeah. Aqua Oyster Cult, oh, canned was... Oyster Cult, even better. Yeah, no, yes. they were terrible. Oh man, I mean, well, but you know what though? For this movie, like the amount of like shitty bands <laughs> I've seen playing at at gigs that shouldn't be gigs. They were perfect for that role. Oh, yeah. I mean, they nailed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, I, I waited in the credits to find out their name. Nowhere mm -hmm. Fast. By the way, when we, when we posted that we were going to be doing this film on Twitter, immediately Bobby's just like, oh, yep. yeah, take a look at the double fold out, <laughs> like custom print uh -huh. fucking vinyl uh -huh. I've yep. got with all the artwork. <laughs> yes. and you would be hard-pressed to find a movie he doesn't have the fucking soundtrack to. That's a good point. It's a very yeah. good point. All right, so with that, I think we can get into the breakdown. Uh, there's really not a ton to go through, though. No. But I do love how it starts Some shit out. happened a long time ago, and then In the time end. passed, and now it's happening again. Yeah, well, I love it because it starts with a commercial for war bonds after World War II, right? Mm. Also, mm -hmm. people coming home on the very famous Queen Mary. Famous Yo, you mean fucking ship. COVID Central? This looks like fucking Lollapazooza. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I'm writing it down. Necromonica is going to a music Lala festival Pazuzu. called Lollapazooza. Okay. I just saw all so those Tim, fucking people. I started freaking out. I remember when Tim, you, you have used to understand. To I have an entire. I, I have an entire comic book where like every cast member is just names you've said. Like I'm, like I, I'm gonna owe you something. I better get a copy sure. for free. Yeah, Tim's gonna need a writer's credit. It's gonna all be characters created by, or characters accidentally created by. Suggested accidentally by. created by. Oh God! Based I on got... characters uttered by. So I got an oil change today, and the guy wrote my name on the ticket oh, is Eddie Jeff Herson. With an H. <laughs> and I'm like, there's never been a universe where that's a name. What the fuck? No. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, you, you invented something to get it wrong. <laughs> right, right. You you Starbucks did as hard as you could. Thank you, oil change man. And then like they called the, me up. I... Sorry. And then they called me up asking if they left a flashlight in my car. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look around. <laughs> it's my flashlight now. Dude, yeah. that's going to break their budget if they lose another flashlight. <laughs> Actually, wait, did you ask, like, they weren't inside your car. They were doing an oil change. So you might want to know where they lost that flashlight. Yeah, wait a second. What the fuck are they doing inside the car? No, they thought, yeah, that because they didn't realize it was that, that my car was just getting an oil change. I was like, I don't know. I, I got oh, an okay. oil change. And they're like, well, you know, we're just calling everybody because we lost a flashlight inside of a car. Boss said, "If it happens again, we're all fired." It's like, yeah. can you can you remove the oil cap? Use your own flashlight. Let's see if you yeah. see it floating in there. Check it out in the oil pan. 
So sorry, Candace, what were you saying? Now they about have to use fucking matches for the rest of the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say, uh, when I was on the phone with someone, like starting an account for like my power bill, my mm -hmm. last name at the time ended with G. So I said G for giraffe. You know, <laughs> so that way they knew exactly what it was. One. And yeah, and then when I got the bill, it had my last name ending with a Z. I was like, yeah, those damn giraffes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how they got that confused. G, Z, kind of sounds the same, right? I like seeing That's how far I, I can... That's why I said giraffe. Right, yeah, That's why yeah. I said giraffe. Right. <laughs> I like seeing how far I can push this kind of shit. Like, I've got a credit card where it says my middle initial is X. My middle initial is not X. <laughs> I just said it was, and they printed it. Like, fuck it. Who cares? Is it because you said it was X, and so they just put an X right there? No, nah, I just put an X. Uh, well, that's going to help it... or fuck up your credit report. Oh, I should get my middle name changed to the X. I'll do that. That's a good idea. Oh, God. <laughs> so we start with a commercial for War Bonds. And On the famously haunted Queen Mary. The famously haunted Queen Mary. I'm sure we'll do a Hunting for Strange episode on it. And... <laughs> A Dear John letter about, uh, and by the way, talking about how the oh. vets that are returning from war yeah. have shell shock. Right. So, you know, that was the thing uh, I think is interesting because, beyond, like, obviously they're using real, like, uh, newsreel footage and stuff like that. And they're doing a good job mimicking the tone and the, 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 the pace of, like, the narration you'd get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the content is nothing that would have ever been in an actual, no. like, newsreel. But yeah. it's, it's, well, it, lads you know, sure are glad to be home to their Nellies. <laughs> right. You know, or that like, yeah, the war, you know, they, they might not be able to leave some of the horrors behind and stuff like that or whatever. And it was like, no, okay. the horrors just heroes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. At that time. We didn't know about that until Nam. So don't worry about it. It's cool. Right. But he and got we... a Dear John letter while he was at war. Uh, That's pretty can fucking you imagine cool. that? Yeah, that is fucked up because it's an, it's an actual term. So it's something that's happened quite often, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, it's more fucked up if you live in a small town. You got to come back home and see that bitch, right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that was pretty much all of it, you know? Like, or, or at least, I mean, most people were not you know, returning and then going somewhere else. So that, I think that's well, no, why no, no. I think that lady, so... she has to get out of town. And she's going to write you a Dear John letter while you're fucking fighting the Nazis or the Japanese and fucking uh, the fucking theaters over there, Pacific Theater. Yeah, she's got to yeah. move out of the fucking town and she's going to bang somebody else. Well, she yeah, might be kinda... betting on you not coming back. That's a good I point. I felt for her, though, because oh. she was like, she was like, uh, you know, I thought I knew what I was signing up for. I thought I knew I could handle it, but I can't. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, that does happen sometimes. She's like, look, you've I... been over there for a long time, and there's a lot of dick. Like, you don't have <laughs> the only one... dick. <laughs> there's one guy that's there's a... one dick. just a dick. No, wait, no. Back then, all the good dick was over there. The only kind of dick that was still at home was bad dick. You sure? Pretty sure. I mean, that yeah. why Frank Sinatra became a big star? Because he was 4F and he couldn't go? And that's why he <laughs> got uh, to be as famous <laughs> no as he was? No competition. Yeah, right. That's a good point. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it sucks, but they're setting it up like, I don't know. I, I guess that Is it... we're supposed to be pissed at Rosemary a little see, bit. I don't know, actually. I don't think so. I think I, I kind of think. I think they went out of their way to make her sound more sympathetic mm -hmm. in, in that letter, because that I... letter could have been written like. Can I. 
tell you a move though when you're writing a dear john letter that you shouldn't do is sure. sign your name with a fancy little rose yes hanging off of it down like you fucking yeah that's no fucking fucking turn of the knife in the back right yeah yeah well actually what i what i put in my notes was she's dead weight leave her behind anyway she's not worth yeah. your time if she signs her name with a cutesy oh, little God. rose at the end of it or she's, she's like fucking, fucking 13 loser. years old and you shouldn't be fucking with her anyway yeah. <laughs> that too that too yep and you also make all the, good points the P.S., by the way, when you get back, we can totally be friends. Because, yeah, oh, that yeah. totally uh, happens yeah. all the time. <laughs> Tim, how many of your exes are you hanging out with on a daily? I am. Uh, well, I will say this. Candace, I have, you don't count. But, I've been pretty lucky. All the girls, the women I've dated, there's only been like maybe two or three that like when it broke off, that was it. We never saw each other again and we never mm -hmm. hung out again. So. I mean, it's not like I'm looking to hang out with any of my fucking ex-girlfriends or anything like that, but... I just texted my ex today. Oh, boy. Wait, wow. your husband doesn't listen to this show. No, he knows, because I was like, Chaz said this. And he was like, smart. Oh, oh shit. You were texting him from your house while he was on his yacht? No. No. His name's Chaz. Of course he's got a yacht. <laughs> he wears an ascot, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah so... It was uh, it was about back for blood because he was interested oh, in it. And okay. I was telling him about it and stuff, and uh, well, yeah. When the fuck are we gonna? I play? was they like, gave you all the codes, and we haven't played it yet. <laughs> I haven't had time, but uh, so I was like, oh yeah. yeah by the way, yeah, your ex that, that, your ex fucking boyfriend too much. That's why I, I was know. like, uh, yeah, I'm on a podcast now, and we got a Patreon. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, you should sign <laughs> up. Oh, so he's like, I'm not paying for that shit again. <laughs> He's like, I paid too much already. Do you know how many meals I had to biggie size for your ass? I'm done. <laughs> Look, I drove you to that place that day. That's the end of my obligation. Yep, yep. Uh, so then we cut to, uh, yeah, the Why Can't We Be Friends? And now we're in Avalon Bay. Avalon Bay, New Jersey, because this entire fucking thing is filmed in Jersey. Yeah. I love this. Do you see how many fucking PT cruises there are driving around? It's so incredible. many. So many. PT and it's cruisers. Yeah. It's 1945, and we just hear a couple gossiping about Georgie breaking up, and that's cool. We're going to go off to our Lily White uh, party so we can have a Lily White romping good time. They go in well, they're like, to the dance. The, the, one, the one chick was like, would you look at that? And I'm like, what? It never yeah, shows what, what she's looking no. at. Yo, I mean, the guy looks It's the one non-white person at the whole fucking prom. What the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> look at that one. Yeah. And they go to the, the dance and it's fucking dull as shit. And this is college graduation. 1945, right? Yep. So what do you expect? Wait, is this call? Is it okay? It's got to be never college. established. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it has to it's be. It's college. They all live together in a dorm. Okay, and, and so yeah, is there a college graduation dance? Yes, I, yes, there is. What? I mean, okay, so I could understand the one, the flashback one, no. um, because you know you're thinking about the the war is over, so there's a lot of people returning home. I think they did a lot of that kind of homecoming type stuff. Tying it in to be specifically a graduation dance, that's a little weird, but like, but I could they understand that. They need to get together and fuck. That's what they need. That was it. Well, yeah, but I mean, they could also just go to the most like well-lit point 
I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> no one's gonna see. <laughs> instead, instead, Roy like brags to Rose about like how rich his dad is. Right. Oh, the guy's a, so that's the dick she left him for. Like, but yeah. It's the Good wrong job, kind of Roy. Dick. And and by the way, she like, went with the money, not the corpse. True. True. But the corpse did return home, so we'll we'll see about that. And I love the, this guy's moves, by the way. He's got some good ones. So they drive off in his car good moves. into yeah. the death woods. Yeah. Just park his, anywhere. <laughs> parks in the middle of nowhere. And he offers her a slug of whiskey, which is like, <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about treating a girl real nice, you know, really just making her feel classy. And, and like, it's such a magical night. A slug of whiskey. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we yeah, all know what he has car. on his mind. That car's a classic. Yeah. He's trying yeah, to loosen what car it up. Is it, Tim? Lower those you inhibitions. You want to talk about cars, Tim? Go ahead. No, I was just saying. That's a fucking nice car. Yeah. No, okay. I mean, it wasn't a classic for the setting, but... Right. It, it was a contemporary. <laughs> it was a brand new classic. <laughs> <laughs> so then, have they walk out on this, like, gazebo on a deck. That is... Which is a move. And it's very and again, well normally lit. when so normally when because he in a line of dialogue and it's got a name but he basically he's essentially saying let's go to make out point you know right like, um and usually that is supposed to be what like a treed area like and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, 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 and 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 not it's well dark. lit right it's dark not well lit no. come on unless you're a fucking exhibitionist you want people to watch you fuck it well you I think well this guy might be. Because, I mean, you go into a gazebo that is, like, literally strung with lights. Yeah. He's probably well, he's like, like I got the richest dad, I got the fastest car, and I got the hottest chick, and I'm going to bang her right here in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And nobody can do anything about it. Yeah, right here in front of his God father will and pay everyone. For it. His exactly. father will pay for the abortion. Yeah, I was going to say, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, he won't have to worry about that. They get out on Preemptive the gazebo. Move. They start necking, right? Um, and then the lights go out, and, and this she's dude. Like, well, it was funny though because she was like, "No, I shouldn't be doing this," and he's like, "Yeah, but what about New Year's?" And she's like, "I right. can't control myself." <laughs> she had two slugs of whiskey on New Year's. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. Then the lights go out, and then he's like, oh, "Okay, I'll look around. Maybe we'll try to find out what's going on." Yeah, but come on, this is a guy move. Yeah. No guy's gonna like take himself out of that fucking moment to go check and see why the gazebo no, what he, went out. What he does is he's like, You're so incredible. Like yeah, cups yeah. of face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're making me so horny, the lights are going out. Yeah. <laughs> All the blood is rushed from my brain to another uh part of my body that is now more the presentable. The heat's rising so much it blew out the light bulbs. Diffusing <laughs> my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Check the fuse <laughs> I got a breaker around my taint that I need you to toggle, sweetheart. Now that's sexy talk right just, there. If you can't get it to work, just put a penny next to it. It'll do something. Yeah, put a, a penny in. <laughs> <laughs> but don't leave it in there too long, sweetie. It'll start a fire. And then just a dude in combat boots comes up. He's got a pitchfork and a boot knife. Which isn't a boot knife. It's a bayonet. But whatever. And crazy ass fucking boots. I've never saw boots that lace like that, right? 
Yeah, yeah, no, they're I've insane. I've had boots that lace like that. Okay, I had well, some boots that did that. How many Jerry's were you killing when you were wearing them? <laughs> <laughs> no, those were those were like my goth, you know, like platform boots with like they laced up all the way to the oh, knees. Oh you know? shit! You had those fucking Frankenstein boots, Candace? Hell yeah, I did. Were they oh, docks or no? You didn't and have you a lot still of money. Didn't break I have five, no six. idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> five six, Jesus, <laughs> more like five Poor three. <laughs> Candace is a, a a short package of fun. We'll we'll just she's say. a chicklet. I am. I am five feet tall. Five feet a, of fury. She's a fiery <laughs> five, five feet of fury. There you go. <laughs> Don't fuck with us. You got that low center of gravity. She can mm-hmm. exactly knock on your ass. Yep. Take you out on your knees. <laughs> so, oh god, and and it's insanity. Oh, and by the way, before they went off to fuck, some dude groped her. That I guess at the at the dance. Yeah. 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 You don't even see him do it. No, you no, don't. But the boyfriend sees him do it. He he gives yeah. him a real tongue lash. I'm like, hey, hey, don't ever do that shit again. But meanwhile, it's like it's cool. He just sleeps in a mattress on a mattress in the basement of the the school. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good move. That's a good look. You know, I'm I'm hoping for that in my retirement. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, Did they you get go... a job where they can let you sleep there. No, right. I was I'm gonna say just... it takes some planning. You gotta be like, you gotta get to be like janitor, caretaker, yep. and mm-hmm. eventually you can get to squatter. Yep. Squatter. <laughs> I'm a professional squatter. I mean, that's just yeah. listed on the benefits, right? Yeah. You can just hang out <laughs> down there. Squatting rights. Squatting rights is listed on the benefits. <laughs> Squatting rights. I'm feeding the pigeons all the you leftover. Can squat all over this school. Fucking bread or whatever. Yeah. Rice. <laughs> and so then, of course, uh, and, and pitchfork. Okay. Why? This yeah. is a horrible, horrible choice of weapon. Why right? does Mister World War II vet killer, who's kitted out like he's you know in the shit, mm-hmm. why is he right. carrying a fucking pitchfork? Okay, did this he actually the see only... the shit, or did he do like shit around the latrine? Is this well, like a fucking jarhead? It said that he was in like the Air Force, or not the Air Force. He was the Air. He was one of the jumpers. I can't remember what exactly the they airborne jump division with or something forks? like that. Yeah, that seems like reasonable. a bad idea. Right. No, I don't think they used pitchforks. I don't know why the pitchfork was used, but oh, they man, did maybe say they what parachute he did. out of the plane and they throw the pitchforks down before they <laughs> hit the ground. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the oh maybe uh, when when the, the aerial thing he was based on the um, dragoon class from the Final Fantasy series. And instead of oh, a lance, yeah. he, oh, had a a he had a pitchfork that he would fork. stick into yeah. the ground and then vault over that and flip it over and, and strike people with. God, that was a great game. Final Fantasy IV? Yeah. One of the best. So, no, Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, but I was, no, I was referencing the Dragoon class oh. in Final Fantasy yeah, IV. That's also a great game. It's actually my favorite Final Fantasy game. It's the best one. F- FYI. And by the way, yeah, there's no reason for this guy to have a pitchfork, but it's cool because he just pitchforks the dude from behind. I was going to say, that's the reason why. Oh, and then he just kills the broad. We don't really Mm -hmm. see him kill the broad really well, though. They kind of cut away from it. No, but yeah, this first do. kill is kind of the the less the least bloody kill in this entire yeah. movie is the first one. Yeah. 
Well, Although you, you, the you detail have to build up to the good kills, you can't sure. just shoot your load in the first movie, in the first shot. And the detail of him putting his uh, the foot on the guy's back. Oh mm. yeah, that's when true. he's trying to like pull the pitchfork like, like, back out or yeah, push it nice. in. Like, no, I think he was trying to push yeah. it in with his foot. Yep. Yeah, push it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what it was. I couldn't remember exactly. And and to me, so that's kind of where, like, I was thinking about you know. This movie like has a good amount of gore because again it's Tom Savini. But mm. when compared to what you guys did last week with Evil Dead Two, <laughs> like it's not it's not the same it's kind tame. of gore. Well, but, no. no, but but but, but I'd say with the Evil Dead to detail. Yeah, but with Evil Dead Two, it's cartoonish, right? Right. With yeah. This it's fucking insane. Like I think just just that detail and like seeing the body kind of like move with like the fact that he's putting that extra force like it's that kind of detail that i'm like oh, okay I, this movie really fits your theme <laughs> well, this movie, totally this movie came out in 1981 didn't it was yeah. yep. part of the mm -hmm. wave of 81 slashers mm -hmm. right um, so yeah yeah this would be like so, the so this came out the same year as friday 13th part two right wasn't that also yeah. 81 yeah yeah i think because so. i think because it Savini... also had like a double stabbing Yep. Yep. Yes. That yeah. was the one that was taken from Mario Bava, like almost yeah, shot Bay for of shot. Blood. Yeah. yeah Bay of Blood. And um and I think this I if I'm not mistaken, because Savini didn't do part two of Friday thirteenth because of the burning. So this must have been after even that one. So I'm you know, it's still again early in his um in his career, but obviously he is clearly a go-to guy at the at this point mm -hmm. so um, yeah but he's still he's a go-to guy but he's not too expensive that you can't afford him so you can get right. this kind of movie right um and one thing to be said is like as we get the further we get in this movie like there is you you can see exactly why like this was almost like a dry run for friday 13th part four like in, oh, in a lot yeah. of ways um because the characters are i mean save for like the Corey Feldman character in that, like, even in, for Friday Thirteenth, they Part Four, they were all a little bit older. They weren't mm -hmm. like the camp counselors. Like, there's a lot of similarities, and it kind of, um, I mean, this was clearly one of those like they wanted Savini back for that. They got him, and whether he's the one who then got Joseph Zito to come with or what, however it worked, but it was definitely like the interview process was like, watch the Prowler, okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Joseph Zito much. directed Friday 13th Part yep. 4? Yep. Yes. Holy shit, that's actually my favorite Friday 13th movie. What, you listening huh. to our own show, Candace? I think we talked about no, that. No, I think she I, dropped I kinda, at that point. I did. I dropped out and had to come back in. At the oh, end. yeah, because that's when but, we were talking. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the guy, yeah, basically, you know, and, and I don't know if it was like Savini kind of recommended him because that would be a few years probably after this I, mean, I mean it would make sense if you enjoy right? working with someone you do recommend them for more work yeah yeah and one thing i would say like with the kills in this like some of them are pretty ridiculous but mm. there's a, a certain like visceral sense of the body and the maneuvering the body around the weight of the body that gives it mm -hmm. much more realism than you get in a lot of other slashers like a lot of times you see somebody get beheaded and then the killer just like flips the head around like it weighs nothing because it does right, right. in this one there are some kills in this that are really really rough and 
they feel like it, man. <laughs> they well, feel like you're doing the stabbing. I think Matt nailed it on the head when he said when that guy fucking put the pitchfork through, he yep. fucking used his foot to push it all the way through. Like, you dig, yep. like you're digging up a fucking grave with the shovel. Right. Exactly. I've watched, uh, I've watched a lot of interviews with Tom Savini, and he said that he was inspired with his makeup artistry from when he was in Vietnam War. Yeah, so he was the a gore war that he would see there. Mm. Yeah, he would use that, you know, yep. and when he was creating this these stunts and stuff. And he also said that uh, one of the tricks he liked to use is he would, it's like in Friday 13th, he would show the axe hitting the door solidly. So it would put it in your mind that it's real. And then the, the actor would lean back and grab the fake axe and use that to make the actual kill. So oh, it was, okay. you know, a dummy accident. It wasn't going to hurt anyone, but yeah. in the viewer's mind, they were the same. No, you don't sense. want Tim Yobo as a PA working on that set, switching out the axes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim's back there smoking weed, and he's like, yeah, no, that's totally the right axe. Yeah, no, right I was one. a PA. I was the only motherfucker who wasn't getting fucking drunk or high. That's why I never got any, I, I didn't get too Except many Except that many one day that he was a PA for The Crow. Yeah, the day he was the oh, PA. Oh, no. Was no. <laughs> <Very hard. laughs> so we're back at Avalon Bay. It's 1980. And we've got some fetching young lasses that are hanging up a banner in front of their dorm. Oh, you said lasses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and deputy, deputy sex creep coming up. Leering. Oh, my God. He. By the way. You know, he is like, oh, okay. So, so that the main chick, I cannot remember her name. It Pam. completely escapes me. Pam. Pam. Um, mm-hmm. She is so, I don't know, um, patient with him. Just gaga. Is that the one that looks like Amy yeah. Smart? Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes. Or, well, if yeah, I, yeah, if yeah. I was her and my boyfriend, or, I mean, they're clearly involved. Well, clearly she's interested. Ogling, yeah. ogling other women. Two of and them. And then was in front like, of oh, her. actually, actually, I'm, I'm, you know, why don't we get lunch later? I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a great move. Yeah. Because he, well, they he's have like a re- staring at asses, just staring at asses up on ladders. And the girls and are like it, into it. They They're it. like, ooh, come on over here, big boy. Take a look at my ass now. And the Pam comes out, the beleaguered Pam, and is like, look, I finished printing the fucking school newspaper. And he's well, like, well, I'd like I'm to. looking at asses. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, I'd like yeah. a copy of the paper. And she's like, oh, I don't know. The print's pretty small. I wouldn't want you to, you know, strain your eyes twice in one day. Which Got his ass. Was, yeah. Got him. That was. Uh... <laughs> well, no, Oof. see, that's the problem is he's done this many times before. And she just gives him some kind of quick corp that goes completely yeah. over his head. Well, technically, she's also, kidding. there were well... two asses. So it should be the third time. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I'm going to try that next time I'm out with my wife. I'm just going to start staring at women's asses and see if she gives me some kind of cute uh, little comeback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just a backhand. <laughs> well, well it's kind of like the other girls are the good time girls, and Pam is like the marriage material. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they might have some kind of weird, whether it's unspoken <laughs> dynamic, <laughs> because, like, she's pretty good at, like, just, like, cucking him about the, like, well, you're not the sheriff. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She, turns that, she turns that on him a couple times, and you're like, whew. <laughs> and you need to think it's, like, taking place in one night. You're like, man, you're pulling out that a couple pretty times in one so night. She, so, so she lets his eyes wander because she's really the one in charge, but she yeah. lets the, the leash loose a little bit so mm. he stays content. And then yanks it. Yeah, because yeah, eh. man, there's a couple times where it's just like, ooh, that like that 
that <laughs> he felt that one. <laughs> ah, good for her. So we get a little exposition that the major is the dad of the girl that was killed in the cold open. Yeah. And major Chatham. Major Chatham, yep. And he's the one who keeps the school dance shut down. But since blah, 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 no one's seen him and he had a stroke. By the way, the uh, some of the cuts of the people, like delivering the lines yeah turn on subtitles there's a lot of mush mouths Mm -hmm. anyhow the dance is back on so that's what's going on here yeah this is the it is the my bloody valentine plot you know it's the there's tragedy we haven't we haven't done this for years now we're which which also came out in 81 right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. And was like just, I said, wait, this is this is the Jersey version. That movie's super Canadian. It's the Jersey. Yeah. Version. Oh my God, it's so Canadian. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. You so forget much. about that, especially but, that like folk song at the end. That, oh, but I again, love it. oh my God, least... every horror, every slasher movie should have a folk song about the killer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but again, at least in My Bloody Valentine, the characters were memorable. Oh yeah, and yeah. This, that's true. Not so much. So speaking of immemorable. On a completely unrelated note, we find out that somebody robbed a market in another mm-hmm. town, cut some kid up, and took his car. And they may be headed this way. Right. So mm-hmm. what's also funny is the year, I think it was the year before, Prom Night came out, the original. Mm-hmm. And that is also A in reference, there. yep. yep. Yeah, where, some, where like to throw off like the idea, okay, is, is the killer that we, we're going to see is it actually this thing like there is a, a completely off that, screen what's up i was going to say does that actually work on any audience member you I, just saw the killer in the beginning of the movie i know well, it was see, 30 years ago but clearly that dude's still alive and kicking right and that was the thing right like now trying it's to... a horrible mistake for any horror movie to make said it jump it 30 years ahead because who else is it going to fucking be well the it's teenager? like that... That's the pieces thing, right? Like the red herrings yeah. in that movie yeah. are so ridiculous because you knew how much time elapsed. Now, one thing to be said is, of course, trying to trying to be the audience in the time that this came out. All of this stuff is not quite as played true, out. True, true. Right, it hasn't be. been done a million times, but still, there's yeah, something called true. math. Well, not to mention though, it, the killer could be the son of the original killer, right? Right. Like, there's other Which, ways you yeah, could take or it. we can. Or we could see like a, you know, this, this town, you know, this story is so like seeped into the town that like you suddenly you get like a, a copycat or something. Well, look, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't get it until they fucking showed who it was at the end of the movie. Oh, you really? What? I could watch it really? again and still be like, what? I thought see, it was the fucking nerd <laughs> for a second or two. See, so, well, they so, didn't. They didn't really explain his motive that well. Well, there's no. There's some shit they didn't really yeah. explain. He's John that, that I, I was asking. Yeah. Well, what's What's funny is like so that that was the thing. Like I I kind of think I remember the same thing happening the first time I saw this movie is, and I maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough because. When you're younger and you see slasher movies, you're usually the first ones you're seeing are the ones where like they're the the idea of like who the killer is is irrelevant because you already are, right already yeah. either already like, know like Jason or... like Michael Myers exactly. you know who it is right so I don't make you know so I do remember being surprised the first time but like it is funny like because it is so pain I, I felt like this time it is so painfully obviously telegraphed. Yeah. Um, there's only one kind of, and we'll get to it, like clever, I think, misdirection. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, like, yeah they like. 
Well, they have a couple of, there's, there's a couple of clever misdirections. Yeah. So, yeah, we find out that the sheriff is uh, on his way to go fishing. Mm-hmm. It's his annual. Oh, it's is this when he's in the trip. general store? Yeah. Well, so yeah. no, he's he's in his office. He's in his office when he finds he out. He mentions that. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, by the way, there might be a killer on the loose, and I'm going to go fishing. You know, I get the, upset if I don't get to go fishing. But he says mm. that the staters are are going to pick it up, right? He's like, ah, the state yeah, yeah, because it's not, it's, it's it's cool. not even in. They're just in the path or like right. in the vicinity. So exactly. Yeah. So then, yeah, we get uh, Sheriff gives the deputy his number, reminds him, look, all the, the kids are going to get a little bit buck wild. The locals are going to get pissed. All you got to do is keep a rein on that. If anything goes too crazy, give this number a call, but don't give me a call because I'm right. trying to is fuck off. Is it the sheriff right or this guy me. who goes to the fucking general store? I the sheriff goes to the general the store. Yeah, they, they, okay. yeah. that's this scene. We'll stuff. go there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the sheriff's at the general store, right? He's going hey, my fishing. And is it because he you're gets in it? he gets shaving cream, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, my favorite part is that with all the shit that's behind the counter, there's no condoms oh my behind God. the counter. There's no alcohol behind me. the counter. Is there's Tampax behind the fucking counter? That's you what I ask, know. It's, it's you have to ask Kotex. Kotex can it's... whatever the fuck it is. Candace, <laughs> the first time you started spotting, you have to go to that store and ask him and ask that guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And That's he what loves they don't it. want you to steal. Not only that, but the sheriff has to ask him for fucking deodorant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what does he have even in the aisles at this point? Did he says right? so much for his Q-tips okay. and Kotex. It's and all deodorant. the stuff that keeps your body from smelling that he puts behind yeah. the counter. So I, I just made a note here. I'm like, okay, coming into this with fresh eyes, let's say. Put some tampons already... underneath your arms and slap some fucking old guard on your pussy. Uh, <laughs> old Spice. No, Old, old Spice. Old, spice. old Guard. Oh, no. Do, 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 down there. No, so here's the problem <laughs> immediately, right? It's like, no, that's got to burn for women, too, right? Oh, my God, that would burn so bad. This, this sheriff's whole thing is like, I'm going away. Don't call me. And I distinctly need to be well shaved and smell good. So the first misdirect you're thinking is like he all right, he's gonna he's going out fucking. Right. You know? Well, I I mean I didn't think too much of it because I'm like, I get deodorant all the time, even if I don't plan on going anywhere. I'm still wearing fucking deodorant anyway. Good for you, you Candace. Well, he's and, going and on a could... fishing trip by himself and he's got well, a shave. I would still yeah. wear deodorant. Stuff. Yeah, because, you know, that fish smell is really bad enough. You don't want the fucking under- underarm smell. Yeah, you don't want to offend the fish. My my fish smell is bad enough, okay? I need the extra deodorant, <laughs> too. Yeah, you got to shave for the fish just in case you pull up the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Smooth as a baby's bottom. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know. And then the guy working... I don't like, think it's weird to yeah. order deodorant when you're going out on a trip, even if it's by yourself. And Do you just stew in your for, own juices? That's, for that's the fun of being by yourself, trip? right? Yeah. Well, and we don't necessarily... I mean, just winning the pooing it around the house with your shirt yeah, and no wonder exactly. where you got your like balls the fucking hanging out. Come on. <laughs> God. Animals. Yeah. He's going fishing, man. That, that's, a, that's a primal thing. And by the way, I love that the shopkeep is just doing his tight five right here. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
This fucking shopkeeper. I, I just have for him, I have like a wish.com version of Sid Haig as uh, <laughs> Captain Spaulding in this fucking place. Yeah, yeah, totally. Complete with Otto being the little nerdy guy that was beating off in the bathroom and fucking up the toilet. Here's your directions. Here's your complimentary chicken. Now get the fuck out. Yep. yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so uh, then after that, we uh, we cut back to some menacing music first, which I love. And the girls all talking about booze and rolling papers and getting their fuck See, on here's another, after the here's, dance. Here's another part that got me mad, is when that fucking next door neighbor, who, who was it, the roommate, Lisa, mm -hmm. the southern one, when she yeah. comes up, you have rolling papers and she takes the whole fucking pack? Yeah, it doesn't just take one. Well, she does well, you say take that two she's or three in case you fuck the joint up. Yeah. Because she said she'll roll a few for her, too. So it sounds oh, like she's that's like... That's true. She did say that. She's like, I'll that's throw one for okay. you, too. Yeah. So, Eddie, I mean, not Eddie, I'm sorry. Tim, which one of these do you think is the hottest? <sighs> this, Unfortunately, I have to go gaggle. with Lisa. Because she's got which the rolling Lisa? papers and she's got the good pot. Oh, oh, the one that's uh, real loose. Uh-huh. That's right. I, I like those loose joints. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> Eddie which one did you think was of. the hottest? Um, you know what? I think Sherry. Which one was Sherry? Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't know. Yeah, we, I, other than Pam, I don't. We know, need some like, kind of description. Names. Okay, so shower girl, joint girl. Are they the same? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> then there's Flasher. the dirty looking one. What's that? Oh, yeah, Sherry the was one. Yeah, yeah. Sherry was the shower girl. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought she was right. the cutest. What about you, Matt? Which one did you think was the cutest? Are, so wait, we're taking Pam out of out of this mix. Yeah, nobody no, likes. You can Pam. add Pam. No, okay, you can no, add Pam nobody likes Pam. Nobody called dibs on Pam. Yet, so you can have uh, Pam. Okay, cool, done. Yeah, Does she get a say true. in it? Poor Pam. We did a fucking high school pick, <laughs> <laughs> and she got picked last. Well, no, 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 because we've still got we've still got Candace. Candace, who's your pick? The none of them. What? Oh, I'm it's straight. um Earl. Is, is it Earl? No, is it? It's is Otto. It Otto. Otto. Is it, okay. Yeah, it's Otto. He seemed like I mean, an Earl. A, okay. He's got a gentle soul. He Otto, does. kind of the hero of the movie, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, no, anyway. exactly. yeah, he is. Mm. And he had those like kind. He has kind eyes. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. So, oh my God! They're yeah, they're smoking their weed. They're getting drunk. They're getting dressed for the prom. And so Which, the, again, wait, it's college. not the prom. It's yeah. Oh wait, did we get to the point where fucking Lisa flashes the old man across well, right. the street? So oh, that, that's what I was just going to yeah. talk about. Oh, actually, was she's so kind cool. Of... That's why I like Lisa. Like, <laughs> it's God the... bless her soul. <laughs> oh my it's God, the... I hated Lisa. I was glad the, she died. The geography of this like place and, and like Eddie, the first time I was on the show when we talked about Halloween Four. Yeah. Like, oh I was... God, yeah. The, the the Haydenfield geography in Halloween yeah, it, Four. Amazing. Where they just like, yeah, you would go from like two houses to suddenly you're at like the junkyard and like you yep. could not place anything. And and this movie felt very similar in that oh, way. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Even though like it's much more limited in scope, but like I have very little understanding of like how far anything is like other than knowing because of this scene the um chatham's house is directly across the the very directly yeah i mean mm -hmm. like 
that that's the only thing I actually really know where it is in relation. Because otherwise, it's like, yeah, they walk to like the dance hall. That seems to not be too far away. And then mm. there's a cemetery. Okay, that can't Next be to that the dance around. Hall. Yeah, for when the dance hall burned down. <laughs> I guess I maybe. I yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, when people talk about, I don't understand the geography of this building in movies. Yeah, I don't get that. Maybe because I have zero 3D awareness. But <laughs> no, I think what it is, I'm I think like, I don't know. Is because most movies do it competently. And when well, it's see, not, that's, the thing, that's when it's you... like really like, whoa, wait a second. How the fuck right. did they just get from point A to point B and now they're back at point Z? Well, I'll tell you right. why. I'll tell you why. Because in this, you've got Lisa who's stripping in front of the window for old God man Chatham. Right? <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah. As an old man, can you do a Make-A-Wish? Yeah, sure. Do you have some sort I mean, of a fatal disease beyond old? Yeah, give me time. So I don't think it works that way. I think their resources, they try and kind of pool their resources yeah. toward like... I mean, you're going to be toward the... Do you think a the... kid ever asked for this? Like, I want to be sitting in my room. No, like, Tim. Like any other normal teenage kid. Tim, And no. I want to get a pair of binoculars and I want to see my neighbor across the street strip naked. Tim, we have porn now. He could just it's not be the like, same thing. I want a hundred dollars. He gets the hundred dollars. There's a cam guess, girl. Guess, he gives her the hundred dollars. I guess we all know the real prowler here is Tim. Is Tim? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Okay, as far as Which, geography, by the way, is prowling illegal? <laughs> I mean, I I would never I want to be accused of it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you can't get locked up for it. Like right? I, I really don't want like <laughs> well, my name ever to be like, oh Matt, yeah, he was prowling okay, around. This isn't like, really that never a prowling. Is a thing. This isn't a prowling. This is a rear windowing though, because he's yes. looking out of his window into an open window in a yes. wheelchair. By the way, yeah, yep. on exactly. the second floor. I'm wondering how the fuck did he get that house up? Oh, the okay, we'll we'll, we'll see, get up I to think... that in a minute too. Yeah. So here's my yeah. question though. Here with the geography we were talking about a moment yep. ago. The girls can look out of their dorm across the the street, supposedly, and see him, right, mm -hmm. up in his window. And yet later we'll see scenes where they go from the dorm to his house and they need to get in a car and yes. drive for interminable amounts of time to get there. That's the <laughs> yeah, problem, It's a big Candace. house, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, not they, that they big. They had to go to the entrance. Maybe the not, entrance is on the other side, and you have to go down some side streets. Not that big that there's, like, a massive, like, a horizontal structure to the house that's overlapping, and they have to, like, move inland to, to the center of the building. Like, I, I believe it's just... All I know is just, she fucking flashed an old man, and it made my day. It was pretty good. Tim's just waiting for that to happen. And, and hey, there was some restraint, because, I mean, they didn't... I, you didn't really get the reverse angle of it. So. No, you don't. You don't see That's the nudity true. here. That's true. Oh man, how great would it have been if we saw like a reverse angle of the old man's hard on? Yeah, he's just jacking his dick off. <laughs> it's a profile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, by the way, old man, come on, aren't you old enough to learn turn out the fucking lights if you're going to do that peeping? Exactly, Tim Yobo's pro tip: if you're going to be peeping <laughs> on your neighbors, this is you don't want to be prowling. Turn off the fucking lights. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need your lights on. They need their lights on. That's the key. So, I, and I love this. Now we cut to uh, the killer with a shotgun. 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, we get a kind of a load shotgun. What the hell kind of shotgun is that? This is like a a Rambo like montage or like kind of because this is the cuts back and forth, right? Pam is getting up between Pam getting ready. Yep. And then we've got Sherry taking the shower. And this is a weird move too. Okay, you're going to a dance, right? I'm not a girl, so I don't know this stuff. But say you're going to a dance, and the dance is within five minutes of what you're doing right now. You start uh-huh. taking a shower. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of hair, right? Are you well, talking about it the girl? It is 1981, so she has more hair than Wait, most that, women. Wait, the girl today. in the shower, wasn't she? Didn't she have short hair? Yeah, she had short hair. Her hair is like my length. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I've only been with women that take longer than like half an hour to get ready to go anywhere after a shower. Well, and I, I kind of get that That's when the that guys are was, waiting for them. They're going to stall. I think she's stalling she, to get she, the room to herself. Or, well. Yeah, or, she purposely mm. said, she purposely says uh, in the movie, I'm making him wait because you know how he gets when he's been waiting. Right. Uh, in other words, and, and he, yeah, yeah exactly. And he says, yeah, I've been waiting, so you know what's going to happen. Do you need to make the guy? Like, I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah, you come play on. your little games. You know what? I'm going to go ding dong, and if you don't open that door, by the time you open the door, I'm already 100 times more horny since I went ding yeah. dong. Yobo's fucking the doorknob. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that that's actually people? how he's. That's so, how he's knocking. It's the thumping yeah. noise. <laughs> no, never look through the peephole when I'm knocking on you. Oh, so it's coming uh, through the letter hold, the letter holder. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that flap is just going crazy. Hey, sweetheart, I got a special delivery just, for you. Just seeing it in that wall, the, the walleye vision when you're looking out. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we, you know it's not your guys' show and it's not your guys' Patreon, so... But we did learn yes, from is. Tim... No, no, no. Sorry. And a grind bin Patreon <laughs> grind just bin recently. Patreon. We did learn something about Tim um, and what he would do if he thinks there's a ghost in the room with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, no. That was, so, I think that... Oh, Jennifer slept here, came out already on the grind bin Right, Patreon. yeah, no, yes. I know. I, I, I'm just... I, I'm just... I kind of want you to say what okay, it is so that you Okay, so Candace, would do. you're into ghost hunting shows and all that shit, right? Did you listen I, I to the heard, episode? I heard the episode. Okay. Yes, I heard yes. the episode. Yes. Because is that not a good way to find out whether or not that's a real person in the room with you, or if it's actually a ghost? <laughs> I mean, it's a way. I don't know. If You'll it's get the called right worse way. than a prowler. I'll tell you that. Like, look, just if you think you have a ghost, just take your dick out and start whacking it off and see what the reaction is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. If that ghost really it. has guts and stays there, then you know that's when you have to move out. Unless yeah, if it you looks like Angelian, then it's a win-win. You just hear, yeah. I'm ghost hunting. Yeah. Oh, ghost flapping. <laughs> it's the old Louis C.K. approach. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was mentioned on the thing where... <laughs> Who said uh, it? Wasn't you we guys? misunderstood him this whole time. He's just <laughs> yep. been yeah. trying to get rid of ghosts. trying to get rid of ghosts. Yep. Oh and then God. they all got together and they uh, made Lady Ghostbusters He's to try to help him on his journey. So, yeah, Sherry's showering and her boyfriend sneaks in for a little scare, right? Because we get, like, him stalking mm-hmm. in. And she's like, look, man, get naked and get in here so we can fuck. Yeah, and I'm surprised like, he actually left the bathroom again. Like, yeah, okay, that's my, I, I have <laughs> that note. Why, do you know how long it takes me to get out of my clothes? Especially if you are like I don't invited either. to, dude. I, it's <laughs> like I would have no. I I don't have to be invited. It's just boom, done. He should have had one of those tearaway only... tuxedos. Just 
I would make my chose a tearaway tuxedo if I was in that situation. It would look like it would get a Hulk Hogan out of him. It would look like the rapture happened, and and my soul was pulled out of my clothing. The shoes and socks are still like in. You're in the shower before your pants hit the floor. Yep. It is not a problem, believe me. The only thing I can think of is that his suit, his tuxedo is probably starched, Who and he doesn't cares? want the moist air. Yeah, I'd see it. That's that. that uh, yeah, that, that's Candace, the most unbelievable part of this whole movie. Candace, you've never even had a dream of what it's like to have a fucking dick. Because guess what? <laughs> that would be the last thing on anybody's mind. Oh, yeah. this suit is this suit has got too much starch in it. I'm gonna fuck yeah. it up. I don't know. I I actually dated a guy who was so vain that he would think of that. Mm, sure. Oh, boy, it Chad. wasn't that he had other Chads. hesitations in mind. Anyhow, so... what? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> More bait on the hook. Anyhow, but so you know speaking of the clothes, speaking of the clothes, I got to say that uh, their dresses for 1981—they're oh cute. my, I'd wear those. Okay, so Pam's dress that she has here, yeah, ridiculous. I thought it was really cute. No, I but the it, two, really, it didn't look too timed, right? Yeah, no. I, yeah. I, I was thinking that same was, thing. For the most part, I was like, the you can wear that today. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because well, yeah, they look like sluts. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. <laughs> they look like sluts. Okay, Mr. Chatham. That okay. never goes out of fashion. Exactly, Mr. Chatham, Yobo over here. <laughs> so, oh, and I love this. She tells him, get naked, right? He heads out and he gets the fucking knife. Yep, through oh, the top good. of the head, and Which out makes the his chin. eyes white. Oh, well, and they roll back. Yeah, they roll back slowly. That and... far? I... I'm not an expert. It looked I'm, awesome. I haven't stabbed a lot of dudes through the top of the head, I'm have Tim. To pay attention next time, <laughs> and, espe- and especially from yeah. I mean, you, as the prowler, you wouldn't be able to see from You're that behind angle. them. You don't get that angle on it, but uh, dude, that's what it I looks do in front good. of a mirror. Yeah. So this can be in your how-to book, Tim. How to prowl. Yeah. Like <laughs> prowling with Yobo. Yeah. <laughs> and a good location for you to prowl. You Tim. know that book would sell. Prowling with Yobo. And can Yobo? I mention that uh, Sherry's doing something in the shower that people do in movies, and it drives me nuts. Is and she washing her stomach for a... like? Well, besides that, she's using just a bar of soap. She's not using like a washcloth. Or like a loofah oh, or sponge or second. anything. It's just wait like directly on We're gonna get into an skin. argument here. Why do you want to use a fucking washcloth? That's fucking nasty. Because it foams up better that way. You wash it regularly, Tim. You wash it every That's single time after you take do. a shower. I have a loofah. I don't use a washcloth. Oh. Call Bill O'Reilly. I was gonna say, Bill's a fan. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly just joined the Patreon. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank Come you. Come on. Me. Come on. For, for me, the Only... thing that was driving me crazy was just like she just kept soaping her stomach just every time. Well, I mean, you Probably can't have her washing her hair kids. over and over. See, if I had to pick a pet peeve about anything with the shower, is when women take a shower and they put the towel on inside the shower before they come out. Oh, that's a like, weird That move. doesn't happen, yeah. right? No, it's because you don't want to drip on the floor, so you're gonna, you know, dry off before you, you put a bath mat down, rug. Candace. Yeah, but to limit the number of drippings you're going to put on it, you dry off before you step out of the shower. Candace, what are you doing in the shower? <laughs> I'm taking a shower. I get wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. That loofah. Oh my man, god! Huh? I think you 
You guys are just filthy animals. God, you don't wear deodorant when no one's around. You just put the bar soap directly no. on your skin. When my wife's Jesus. not here, I'm wearing a t-shirt and no underwear walking around yep. the house. Just Donald Duck in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I call it Winnie the Pooh. Okay. See, well, different but, generations. Or you guys each get to be someone. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to fight over an identity. You can right, both right. be pantsless so, and... Tim, once you, know. you and I inevitably have to odd couple it up, you can be Winnie the Pooh. I'll be Donald yeah. Duck. Okay, good. Yeah, we're good. We got it all figured out. But Donald Duck has the funny voice, so how does that work? Uh, I mean, personality-wise, I think you guys might be kind of switched there, because I... Yeah. yeah, because Donald's angry all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Although, but I could also like see stupid. him getting stuck Look, in a window. if you had a fucking corkscrew cock, you'd be angry, too. <laughs> Tim, what's wrong with your <laughs> cock, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what's really <laughs> fucked up is all the women I fuck, they have two different pussies. One's a trick pussy. Hey, everyone. It's me, your host, Eddie. Ching, the Axe Jefferson. And now that Tim is screaming about trick pussies, I think it's the perfect time to let you guys know that we're going to be doing something a little bit differently with the podcast now. We'll be splitting them into two segments uh, and then releasing them on Tuesdays. And either Thursdays or Fridays, I haven't decided yet, of the very same week. So you're not going to get less episodes. You're going to get more episodes, but the same amount of content. Just because my life is busier and uh, editing takes a while. You can probably hear crickets in the background. That doesn't mean that there's nothing going on. So please tune in later this week for the conclusion of this episode. It's, of course, worth it. And check out Matt Anderson. He's, he's the coolest.